Here we go, brownies. Here we go. Here we go, brownies. Here we go. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Next Man Up edition of the Here We Go Brownies podcast. I'm Allie Heisel. coming at you live this time from Northeast Ohio. Joined with me, as always, is my co-host out, co-host, excuse me, out in Boise, Idaho, Dustin. How you doing? Allie, this week is just, I swear, every time I click on my NFL updates, it's not about the NFL, it's about the Cleveland Browns, and that's really annoying to me. Because you don't want news in a week that is non-related to football. Um, so yeah, I saw that your resume was put into the Browns for safety. They're still reviewing it for you. Um, I can I can play safety. I can play receiver, running back, uh, tackle, guard, nose tackle, quarterback. Yeah, I don't. Right yeah, I don't want you to get hurt though. I don't know if I want you on the line. I can take safety. it. Well, I know, but safety might be here. You know, I can see you at the safety spot. A little sneaky, get a pick. You know, I can see you being you know, quick hips. Yeah, a little shifty. Yeah, so guys, we have a, a jam-packed show for you tonight. Um, so we're just going to get into it here. You're going to notice that our, our segments are a little bit switch up here. And that, of course, that is um, obviously because of the COVID situation. Um, and that just bleeds into how it's going to directly affect the game against the, the Raiders. So you'll, you'll see us get into that preview here in the first segment. Um, and then have some fun later on in the program. Before we get into it, of course, we want to give a shout out to our friends uh, over at Stadium Muster, that iconic Cleveland taste that Cleveland brand make sure you have that in your kitchen this season and of course Dustin why don't you give our listeners a quick shout out on how they can participate in our event yeah guys if you look on our wall of our Facebook wall we made a post there about their new website and then launching some stuff for great Christmas holiday gifts for anybody in your family go out there and get that stadium mustard package and then we are going to give away a surprise stadium mustard package compliments the stadium mustard so drop a comment of your favorite uh, stadium mustard uh, memory it's out there on the Facebook so just go ahead and put a comment there yeah absolutely we'd love to have you guys participate we love interacting with you so please make sure you check that out on our Facebook page um, all right Dustin obviously the the big news of today and yesterday is the COVID outbreak for the Cleveland Browns of course it's not just it's not just happening to the Browns um, of course that is what we are going to focus on this is here we go Brownies podcast however there are several teams in the National Football League that are directly impacted by a very severe COVID outbreak uh, and you know Dustin you and I talked about it first before we get into the player breakdown what's the league doing right now um, you know a lot of people are saying we got to cancel the game or postpone the game a lot of people are saying no I'm of the belief that it's kind of a gray area right now on how the, the league should really go about it but Dustin as we just spoke offline I want to, I, I just hope that the league doesn't say, well, on December, uh, December 20th, we are going to implement a new rule and you know, this is what it's going to look like. Here's my, here's my thought. Don't either don't change anything. You go out there. Nobody feels sorry for you. Go play football or you change it now prior to this week's games being played. It's still Wednesday. Uh, this week's games have not yet been played. I don't know, Dustin. Um, this is just kind of a chaotic situation. Well, the uh, the commissioner um, actually came out and made a statement at the NFL meetings in Dallas a couple hours ago um, and went on NFL Network and said, uh, at this point, we are not changing the game. It, it is going on as planned. Um, Holly, we got into this. If a lot of players stop, start, you know, contracting this and it, it spreads like wildfire, you're not doing the league, the league any good if you just keep playing games and you're spreading it, right? Like that's 
you know, what, what are we doing at that point? So to your point, this is a perfect opportunity to say, okay, stop. We're going to play the game Monday or Tuesday of next week. Let's try to get this under control at some point with some of what this is going on. And by the way, if we have another incident like this, we will review it on a case-on-case basis, to your point, Allie, going forward, right? This is the perfect time to fix this because this seems to be very transmittable and you could have, I mean, there was what, 70-some players now? Or there's a lot. I mean, there's plus players in the National Football League. I mean, this could, Allie, this time next week, it could be two, three hundred. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, like, what are you doing, League? To your point, like. Well, at this point in time, we're playing a game on Saturday. Nobody feels sorry for you. Go out and play some football. Um, the players that are currently on the reserve COVID-19 list, as it stands right here, right now, um, and I do want to just preface with expect more, right? Like, just, just expect more. Uh, don't hit the panic button. There's still some really, really key players on this team, but as it currently stands, Troy Hill, John Johnson, Baker Mayfield, Malik McDowell, Ifedi Odangbo, Drew Forbes, uh, Austin Hooper, Jarvis Landry, Tack McKinley, Wyatt Teller, Jedrick Wills, and then on the practice squad, uh, JoJo Natson, Ross Travis, and Nate Metters. Pretty significant list there, Dustin. Sounds like it's the Raiders versus the replacements this weekend. Um, yeah, I just, again, if the game is about, you know, competitive spirit and all that, I mean, that you know what I mean? That If you looked at that on the paper, you'd say, well, how are you going to win that? football game on on Saturday like you look at that and go your quarterback's out now it is true if there's two negative tests with any of these players between now and Saturday they can suit up um they did say they will continually test people like Baker and all those guys leading up to this game um yeah it's just it's just head coach Kevin Stefanski also out right um yeah yeah and my worry in my worry Allie is you have a there's a gentleman that has both vaccines and the booster, and he still got it. That's why I think this is going to start to just percolate everywhere, right? Like, yeah. so you gotta you gotta rein it in, league, and figure out what you're doing. A lot of gray area here. Uh, I'm not envious of people in those positions having to make those decisions in that call. No. Uh, you know, this is obviously a very fluid situation. We'll keep you posted as soon as we hear anything. But on a positive note, we do get uh, David Njoku back, which is a very, very big thing there. Uh, and hopeful Harrison Bryant back. Dustin, when you looked at what this offense could have looked like, if you do not get um, Harrison Bryant back and or <laughs> Goku, you you have zero tight ends on this roster outside of Miller Forsall, who played in a very limited fashion last week. Just signed last. Yeah, week. you're playing. Yeah, you're playing New England Patriots football, where you run the ball and pass three times, like you did against the Bills. Like there isn't there isn't much of a dynamic offense, right? But no, Goku, I think will be. I mean, that's a big get back in my opinion. You know, that's a big one for me. Um, Chubbs there, you know, but man, just Let's just when we into this. Just, Let's let's get into this um we'll we'll talk about who we are obviously this is a very different team what we are going to run offensively speaking defensively as well uh we will not be able to run what we've been used to running so far this season you are out uh, a significant amount of players we're used to that 13 personnel you're going to see a lot of possibly 11 12 21 22 i'm going to get into all that first i want to break down uh, the the depth chart for the offense 
as it currently stands right here, right now, today. At quarterback, you have Case Keenum, Nick Mullins behind him. Running backs, Nick Chubb, Dearness Johnson, uh, John Kelly as well. Fullbacks, Andy Janovich, Johnny Stanton. Wide receiver room, DPJ, Jamarcus Bradley, Alexander Hollins, who was signed uh, previously, goes back to uh, some time with Kevin Spansky on that front. Hollywood Higgins, Demetric Felton in your receiver room, something to note there. Uh, David Ajoku, as we mentioned, Harrison Bryant, Miller Forrestal. This is where it gets tricky, dusted on the offensive line. You have Blake Hance, Alex Taylor behind him, Joel Batonio, J.C. Treader, mm-hmm. Nick Harris as his backup, Michael Dunn, Jolty Froholt, and at right tackle, James Hudson, and you have uh, also signed Eli- Elijah Nikonsa. I- I've never, right. I don't know who that is. Um, but Dustin, I want to really, we'll do defense here in a moment. The biggest thing that stands out to me is the offensive line. Absolutely. It all um, starts right it all starts right there. Case Keenum is more than capable to go out there. He's one to know as a starter for the Cleveland Browns this season. Um, you have Pro Bowl Nick Chubb. Uh, you still have a Pro Bowler and Joel Batonio. Should be Pro Bowler J.C. Treader. You still have a lot of talent on the offensive side of the ball, but I want to hone in right now on the offensive line. What What's your offensive line look like? Who are you throwing out there? Because you could kind of construct this in a few different ways, but I want to see what you would do if you're if – you're, uh, Kevin Stefanski right now, AVP, and Bill Callahan. I would just do next man up and whoever has the most experience behind the current starters. I mean, because they've got the most snaps. No, I, what would your rotation be? Oh. Like, who would you be throwing out there? Again, who, give no, me the names of the backups. Blake Hans, Alex Taylor, Joel Batonio, J.C. Treader, Michael Dunn, uh, Nick Nick Harris, Jolty Froholt, James Hudson, and Elijah Nakansa. So, Blake, I think Blake's got – Great experience. He's got playoff experience. The question from with that is, are you starting him at right or left tackle? Because keeping in mind, this is where it gets tricky, Dustin. James Hudson, left tackle. who played great last week in your right tackle position. He played great. I think you, I think you got to move him to left tackle. Okay. That's a safe I agree. spot. All right, so let's say Blake yeah. left tackle, James Hudson right. I think we can agree. Joel Batonio, J.C. Treader there. Who are you threw, throwing in for your right guard? Who are my options at right guard? So essentially, you could do Michael Dunn, uh, Nick Harris, uh, Fro Holtz. That's about it. I think Nick Harris. I like Harris. I'd go with Harris there. Okay. He's, uh, he's got some experience. I like Nick Harris actually. Yeah, I'd probably go Michael Dunn. He's got playoff experience. Um, he's he's first in that that offensive depth chart. You could really go either way. Nick Harris is drafted to be kind of a pure right. center, but he's played the interior or Allie, line before. You might have some rotation going on here too. I mean, there could be some going. I mean, because you don't know how they're going to gel. I mean, think about it, Allie. We're throwing out an offensive line this this Saturday that hasn't been probably what the Frankenstein offensive line that they're going to put out there this weekend, right? And you get into a series and go, ooh, this wasn't a good idea. And you may have to rotate some players in. I mean, that could happen. No, it's absolutely good. You're, you're absolutely right. Let's get into this offensive breakdown uh, brought to you by Katie Klonowski, our good friend out of Keller Williams, Northeast Ohio. She's the best in the business. If you have any questions for your real estate process, Katie Klonowski is the person for you. Um, all right, let's, let's take a look offensively what we're able to do. We talk about not being able to run what we're used to running. That 13 personnel, three tight end sets, heavy formations. That's not exactly going to play out probably this week as we've seen it in the past. Right. Now, this does shift if we do, in fact, get Harrison Bryant back. 
Um, outside of the guys that are on that COVID list, you're not feeling optimistic that Anthony Schwartz will be back. He's still in concussion protocol. Right. Um, that's going to go as long as that's going to go. And same with Greg Newsom. Yep. Th- there's no telltale sign on, on how soon or how long that could take. Um, so let's just anticipate that we do not have them. So, now, they, now, now they could be back. There is a possibility they could be cleared for correct. Saturday. Yeah, okay. yeah absolutely. It's just going to go here's, hard. Here, well, here's the blessing disguise in that one, Allie. There's two players that probably haven't been in the building, right? Haven't been around other players with COVID. Yeah. Um, it could be a blessing in disguise to get two of those guys back. That one that could be a, a burner and speed guy. And then Greg Newsom could be a big, you know, that haven't been around other people. I mean, that could be a blessing, actually. Yeah. So let's just kind of take a look at some of the other options that you may see. Um, the 13 personnel, which we're kind of pretty used to seeing with the one receiver and the three tight ends. Mm-hmm. Um, something else to keep your eye on. 22 personnel. That's where you would have Nick Chubb and Andy, Andy Janovich there in the backfield with two tight ends. More than likely, David Njoku uh, and Harrison Bryant and two receivers. DPJ and probably Hollywood. If Anthony Schwartz is back, yeah. probably plug him in there as a burner. That's 22 personnel. Taking a look at 21 yep. personnel, you'd have Nick Chubb again and Andy Janovich there in the backfield with just Chief David Njoku there at tight end and two receivers. And then keeping mm-hmm. an eye on 12 personnel, Nick Chubb in the backfield alone, David Njoku, Harrison Bryant, and then you'd have uh, the two receivers. So I, yep. I really anticipate them to get fairly creative with this. One thing that we've seen last week is Blake Hans lining up at tight end and running routes. I don't know if you, you recall seeing that. He did. I do. See, it was, it was weird. See that this week. He obviously has duties on the offensive line that he's not going to be able to, you know, get out and right. <laughs> run routes. And you don't want to challenge any depth, of course. Um, but really, I'd keep an eye on that, guys. You're going to see, you'll, you'll still see some 13 personnel, some wide zone. Uh, but take a look 22, 12, and 21. It's, it's going to be likely a rotation there yeah and you know Alec, here's the thing prefort's been in this situation before yeah. so part of me doesn't hit the panic button right like he's had to come in on not, not only has he had to do he had to do it in a playoff game right not <laughs> just a regular season game he had to he had to step up in a playoff game um it'll be interesting to see because as you all know based on personnel or scheme or whatever reason Hollywood Higgins has not been in the lineup for the last three weeks. Just he's not in there. And so it'll be interesting to see what Preford does now to your point. Now where you have to kind of, you need a guy like Higgins that can maybe catch the ball over, you know, over the middle of the field. I, you know, Allie, looking at this offense, Case Keenum's not as fast as, as Baker, right? He, he doesn't got the wheels. I honestly think you have to go to some quick, get it out of the pocket, five, six yard dink and dunks down the field. And just kind of have a high—I don't want to say high-pace offense, but kind of kind of a, a motor running offense on this because because of the offensive line. Because he's not—I mean, they're going to put—I mean, they're just going to—they're going to come after us, right? They're going to be like they don't have anybody on their line. We're just going to press, right? So I think we have to be very quick on our reads, and I I feel confident in Case Keenan being able to do that, right, and get the ball at the receiver's hands. Um, but they're going to have to move at a much quicker pace because I don't want to get into a game where I'm watching the defensive line smashing Case Keenum back after three seconds because nobody could hold their blocks, right? That's just going to piss me off. So they got to get out there and they just got to have to go, you know? Yeah, no, you're right. I think, you know, and what do we know about Case Keenum as well? He doesn't have the biggest arm. 
He doesn't he right. can't throw it down the field like Baker Mayfield can. Another point to know here is this is not going to be exactly the, the brightest conditions in Cleveland on Saturday. Rain. It's to be it's rain. Yeah. rain. It's actually probably going to be very similar to the Raiders game last season. If you remember that, it was horrible. I, I really anticipate the Browns. Um, you got to stick to the run. Uh, we'll talk about who the Raiders are here in a moment and really dive into yeah. our to a victory, but that would be one of them. Run the ball, uh, a lot of short mm-hmm. stuff, I would imagine, and a lot of speed. You know, of course you feel really good with DPJ. He's been able to prove himself time time and time again. Um, you mentioned Hollywood Higgins. It's been very, very strange. But if you get Chief back, David Njoku, he's been your big-bodied receiver down the field. He's been your number one receiver so far yeah. this season. And you have to feel pretty yeah. good about Jamarcus Bradley, too. He's He's made a name for himself in those moments. You feel pretty good about the backfield, Nick Chubb, Dearness Johnson. Um, offensively, Dustin, especially the skill position, I'm, I'm really not that concerned. I'm really concerned for the offensive line. That's, that's the, the, the O-line is what I'm going to be watching. The O-line is what I'm going to watch all day Saturday. <laughs> yeah. Because if, you're, if they give Case Keenum three seconds to play or three seconds to throw the ball, guess what? That's probably possibly a bronze victory. But if he's on the run and just under distress the whole entire game, that's not going to be a good sign. Not at all. All right. Do we miss anything there offensively? No, I think you covered it and you covered the sets too, what they could be in different formations. So well, I've got some formations for the defense, some schemes too. I mean, sorry, not formations, but. Uh, no, 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 no. Some, yeah. I mean, it's going to be different. Be ready for it. Another thing that I want to notice, or I would like to note rather, don't expect this to be a pretty win. If, if the Browns are lucky enough to come out and win, I don't want to see anybody on social media complaining about style points or anything like that. You're lucky to be out there, to be playing, to be getting a, a W, hopefully. So uh, don't be complaining with all these guys out. Well, if the Browns pull a W out of this alley and the Ravens lose, as we know on this weekend, the Browns are the AFC North Division leaders, folks. So I don't care if the two-point conversion with no time left. A win and a win is all that matters in this game, that everybody stays healthy, nobody gets hurt, and you just get out of first energy with a win. It doesn't matter. Style points, throw them up. It doesn't this matter. is just going to be AFC North, grudge, push the ball. And if this is a COVID game, and it's 50 degrees, 40 degrees, detriment to the yeah. Cleveland Browns in this game. Yeah. Um, it does seem that I am, I don't know if I'm having the internet issues or Dustin, if you are, uh, if you, if the stream is still going, bear with me. Um, hopefully we don't lose anything here. I'm going to try to try to yep, do you're there. Can see you. you hear me? Are we back? Are we back in action? I'm there. There you are. There we are. Okay, We're back in action. Sorry about that, guys. I'm not entirely sure what's going on. Um, if that happens again, I apologize. Uh, it's I'm, I'm back home in Ohio and uh, not not the, the greatest reception. So so bear with us on this. Um, the conditions are going to be great on Saturday. They're not great right now. A little gust of wind comes through northeast Ohio and uh, <laughs> internet rolls off. So apologies on that front. Um, 
Dustin, let's turn it over to the defense. This defensive breakdown brought to you by our friends at Rough Around the Edges. You're wondering what to get your loved ones this holiday season. Head on over to Rough Around the Edges. They can do custom mugs, custom uh, glasses, really anything that you need, uh, they can do. They're, they're amazing. So go check them out, Rough Around the Edges. Defensively, it's not great, but it's, it's probably not as bad. Um, I'm going to run through the depth chart here. Defensive end, you have Miles Garrett, Porter Gustin, Curtis Weaver, friends of the program. Um, defensive tackles, Malik Jackson, Jordan Elliott, Sheldon Day, Tommy Togiai. The other side, Jadavion Clowney and Joe Jackson. Linebacker, you feel okay about it. It's very similar to what happened last week. Of course, you, you're more than likely down Anthony Walker. If he comes back, you feel pretty good about that. JOK, Mac Wilson, Tony Fields, Jacob Phillips, uh, and Elijah Lee, Taki Taki, and Malcolm Smith. You feel okay there? Feel all right. Uh, and then the, okay. the secondary is where it gets a, a little bit interesting. Denzel Ward, AJ Green, Greedy Williams, Herb Miller, Ronnie Harrison, MJ Stewart, uh, Javante Moffitt, Grant Delpit, and Richard LeCount. So, of course, uh, losing John Johnson, Troy Hill, that pretty that, that hurts you pretty good. Um, Malik McDowell hurts you, but you know, Dustin, I'm more concerned offensively on a very limited offense as it's already been so far this season, losing some of those guys. That's where it's really going to hurt. I think it's very important for the defense to go out and handle their business as they've done and shown in weeks prior. If they can do that, feel good about it. Now, I really don't think anything changes too much in the front seven. Yeah, Yeah, you're down you're down a few, but you still have Miles Garrett. You still have Jadavion Clowney. You should be able to run most of what you want to do. Right. That's kind of just the way it goes. My concern is more in the secondary. Now I've got, you know, I, I want to kind of pick your brain on how you think Joe Woods is going to do this. Something to note, and we are going to do the, the breakdown looking ahead to the Raiders here, but you know, they Hunter Renfro, he's, uh, becoming an all-star he's or becoming a, a superstar in the in the national football league taking a look at how you cover this this downfield passing threat because they're not very good at running the ball but they're pretty darn good passing it do you have stick with me here aj green play outside greedy williams play outside and throw denzel ward in the slot or do you do denzel greedy and then bring mj stewart to the nickel mj stewart to the nickel yeah that that would be my preference mm -hmm. in that situation. yeah i don't really know what the answer is um and i, I don't envy what, what, what would your gut tell you to do if you were the the joe wood on the sideline i would like i would like denzel ward covering hunter renfro that's what i would like to see right. um now, it'd be different if they had Henry Ruggs, but we know that's simply not the case for them. Well, if Newsom comes back, if, let's throw Newsom into that mix. What else if Newsom comes back? Uh, Newsom comes back, it's you're good. You're good. Uh, you, you run your, your typical scheme, right? You're, you're doing what you've right. always done. But if you don't have him, I mean, ideally, if you have Greg Newsom, you throw Greg Newsom on Hunter Renfro and you feel pretty darn good yep. about it. But if that's not the case, I'd prefer Denzel to be on him. But um, you know, I, I don't know. That's the offensive line and the secondary. Those are the two points of concern for me, Dustin. Right. Well, especially with a team that's good at passing. I mean, that's always going to be a concern, right? Um, if this was a run to the offense. Now, here's the thing. 
the Raiders have been falling apart the last several weeks. Like, I just think internally, just the, the team almost looks like it's checking out, right? Yeah. I mean, I mean, I don't know if you caught any of that Raiders-Chiefs game, but it was over in the first six minutes. That game just got out of hand quickly. And I don't know what's happening internally, but that team has had a lot to deal with. I mean, no, let's say a lot to deal with. to deal with. They have had the most to deal with. They've, they started yeah. off five and two and then have since gone one and five. Their only win being to the Dallas Cowboys on Thanksgiving. And I still can't wrap my head around that one. Right. I think it was one of those games you play up for because you're on national television. You don't want to be embarrassed. I mean, I think that's what that is, you know. You're probably right. But, um. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know what kind of Raiders team we're going to get. And I don't know what that looks like against this Browns team. But, you know, I have the 100% confidence in Mr. Miles Garrett right here that he can basically kind of be like the defensive coordinator this Saturday and go, look, guys, it's next man up. We've played as a unit very well the last month. We know what we needed to go out here and do. Do your job. Like, I think he, you know, he's been pretty vocal the last couple of weeks. So I kind of, I'm okay with him going, look, guys, you know, we've been through adversity before. Go in this football game. There's no excuses. Just go out and win it. And by the way, this may be one of those games where the defense wins it for you, right? Like the offense scores 14 points, but. Like defense, last week, right? Right. Well, I mean, or the defense creates three or four turnovers where you shorten the game and they don't have a chance because your defense is so dominant, right? Like I would be fine with that. So. You might see one of those games, especially a rainy game, right? Slippery ball, uh, turnovers, interceptions, fumbles. That kind of crap happens in bad weather games, right? So if I'm that defense, I say attack. If I'm Joe Woods, I know you're, I mean, don't give them time to throw to Renfro, right? Don't give them that, don't give them that luxury. You know, you know, put some pressure on them and you know, make them make a mistake, right? And then let's capitalize on that. So if the weather is like is what I see, 90% rain and windy, that's miserable. That's a miserable – like, we wouldn't want to be sitting out there and watching that football game, let yeah. alone a player sitting out there. <laughs> uh, no, so, not for me. Not for me. Yeah. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying? Like, that's just not – that's not enjoyable. And and this is a team that I just think needs to just dig down deep and find a way, find a way to win this football game this weekend. That's it, period. They just got to dig deep and say, you know what? We, we have to put this on our back. Nobody's going to go out there and win this football game for us. Nope, you're right. Don't expect this one to be a pretty one if I see anybody complaining. I'm coming after you. Um, all right, let's. Allie's not afraid. Allie's not afraid to post something on Twitter, by the way, and get people's opinion. So she will She will definitely go, oh, here's that. Oh, you want some style points? Here's, here's some style points. <laughs> I have no problem doing it. <laughs> oh, I know. I, I enjoy it, Dustin. <laughs> I, I think I get more fun off of reading the people's comments. Like, I love how you just lay into Dustin. You're like, and I love it. And it's like. <laughs> you know what I do best. And the fact that you get people sending memes of milk, like all over the internet. I'm like, this came from me just flavoring my coffee. And by the way, there were people that said. Yes, flavoring my coffee. Dustin, that. I don't even have anything up here. It was it was damn near clear. It was cream, it was, it was cream color. Is the color? It was like a. Anyway, some, hey, gross. I'm, Allie, 
is what I say. <laughs> All right, all right, moving on. Uh, let's get into this matchup brought to you by our friends at Cleveland Ketchup. Guys, they just came out with a new flavor, uh, garlic and dill. It's amazing. I actually just had it on some French fries earlier this evening. So make nice. sure you check them out. Cleveland Ketchup. Um, and they were on uh, our friend Josh Cribb's show. They were making yep. some Bloody Marys with the Cleveland ketchup. So make sure you check them out. You can do a lot of good things with it. It's not just your typical ketchup. Make sure you have that in your pantry this season. I know I do. All right. As I mentioned, Dustin, they've started out, they've started out five and two. They looked pretty promising, but then things just erupted internally. Uh, they've since gone one and five. They're about negative 80 in point differential this season. This is not a very good football team. Now, on that note, though, they've got they've got some players. Derek Carr, for example, he's just under 4,000 yards on the season, completing 68.3% of his passes. He's playing pretty darn good football. Hunter, say he's probably top. He's top five in the league, probably, right? Hunter Renfro, as I mentioned, three straight games with at least eight catches and 100 receiving yards. He is the go-to guy. Now, they do lack physicality really at the point of attack. They're not a, a really great running team. They have Josh Jacobs, and he gets the job done, but they do have a pretty decent vertical passing attack. Uh, as I mentioned, Hunter Renfro, he is the go-to guy. They may not have Darren right. Waller, who is their skilled uh, very skilled tight end. Um, obviously no Henry Ruggs. Uh, they do have Deshaun Jackson, who veteran player in the league, who is, is very versatile, very electric and can make you pay. Um, but on that note, he, he's getting up there in age. They're offensively, they're number three in the NFL, 29th in rushing, averaging 3.8 yards per carry. They, of course they struggle on the ground, but they certainly can throw it. They are uh, 31st in third down offense and they are 29th in red zone offense so a, oh, a pretty wow. limited uh pretty limited offensive team if you ask me now defensively they also have some guys yannick and um max crosby there those, those two defensive ends you have to you have to be pretty nervous they're going up against blake hans and james hudson I don't love that. I don't love that. Those are two pretty darn good football players. Uh, Yannick Ngakwe has nine sacks on the season, Max Crosby with five, and uh, Solomon Thomas with three and a half. They're 20th in total defense, 26th against the run, 31st in scoring defense, 27th on third down, and they are dead last in the National Football League in the red zone with 77.1% uh, of opponent trips lead to touchdowns. Wow. They have what was their... What was their run defense? What were they ranked? Uh, they are 26th against the run. So we can, we they should. Can we should be able to run the ball. They have 13 takeaways on the season, uh, which is 25th in the NFL. So another thing to note um, offensively for them is they, they've given up a lot of sacks this season, 31 on the season. Our defense has produced 35. Uh, so you can get after Derek Carr here. Uh, pretty not a great offensive line, um, just right. limited team in general. Uh, but, you know, they, they do have a Dan Quinn defense. They play a lot of cover three. They're going to send four to get home. Uh, but they do have the lowest yeah. blitz rate in the National Football League. So we talked about uh, running the ball, and I'm just going to throw out my first key to victory here is you got to run the ball. They're 26th against the run. Conditions aren't going to be great. You have Nick Chubb. You have Dearness Johnson. Uh, and you have a very capable interior of your offensive line to create these gaps and to create these holes. They are not finishing. Once once you make a man miss, which Nick Chubb's very, very good at doing, 
they're not great. They're 26 in the National Football League. They're not going to be able to catch you. They're probably going to stack the box, but at the same time, we still have DPJ. We'll have David Ajoku. We'll be able to throw it on them. I think the, the game plan is there as long as they stick to the run. Mentioning conditions aren't going to be great. Run the ball. On that note, real quick, real quick, uh, just this is how, how nice they are at stopping their run. The Kansas City Chiefs, who typically don't run the ball all that well this season, they put 132 on them. The Bengals put, or Joe Mixon rather, put 152, Giants 149, and Philly 135. Mm. So, not good. Dust, I'm going to flip it over to you. Give me your keys to a victory. Well, here's my key to a victory. I think you start out fast. I think you got to start out fast in this game. I think Prefert, I think he's a pretty innovative, you know, play caller. He can come up with some great things on offense. Uh, he proved that in a playoff game at Pittsburgh. And by the way, a much healthier Pittsburgh team than that is playing on the field this year. Uh, he's going to start fast, right? And control the clock, limit the amount of. Right? I think I saw a stat last week: eight or nine or thirteen of the possessions, the Browns on defense. Uh, allowed three or less plays. I mean, it just was kind of astonishing to me how well that defense played last week, right? When you look at the whole body of work. So I think you start fast. You, I'm sorry, but you've got to be aggressive on defense in this game because you've got to set the tone early because if you can get a 14, a 17 point lead alley, guess what that does for your defense? A lot more flexibility. You can take more chances. So I think you got to get up on them early and you, you have to be aggressive. And to your point, run the ball. That eats clock. It takes time off the clock. Time of possession wins football games and turnovers. But just create a couple of key turnovers in this football game as well. And I think the defense is more than capable of doing this. More than capable. Yeah. Especially in the, especially in the conditions. Mm-hmm. That's going to be Sunday. Now, same thing. Offense. Hang on to the ball. Don't don't give the the Raiders any opportunities that because you, we can't hang on the ball ourselves because of the game conditions. No, you're right. Uh, all right, let's let's uh, let's go in this direction. Give me a bold and specific prediction. Well, I saw the Vegas line go from six and a half to to the Raiders being favored for a Browns home game, which is just bizarre to me. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen that in all the years of watching football. My bold prediction is the Browns win by two touchdowns, and the score is twenty. 21 to no 21 no 21-6. So a very dominant football game where they don't score any touchdowns. None. To your point, they're not good scoring when they're in the red zone. And I think the defense, because of the conditions, it's a 21-6 football game. Not a pretty game, but we score touchdowns on everyone and they're all rushing touchdowns. There's my bold and specific. 21-6. And they're all rushing touchdowns. This one's really hard to get super bold with just with the conditions. You don't really know what you're going to So I don't want to go out and say, hey, Case Keenan's going to throw for 800 yards because it's obviously just not going to happen. Um, so realistically, realistically speaking here, uh, I do think it's absolutely, absolutely possible that we get three rushing touchdowns. Uh, I'm going to give two to, two to Nick Chubb, uh, one to our good friend, Dearness Johnson. Um, and I wouldn't be shocked to see a nice David Njoku, I'm going to say big play, big time play of 50 or more yards or a touchdown. I think he's well, doing- with the, con- 
Well, with the conditions, if they can't tackle him, and like you said, he gets open, he can run down that sideline. So, um, again, I think it's going to really, if it's pouring rain, it'll be interesting to see, you know, what the conditions of the game are. Yeah. All right. Can you give me a score prediction, Dustin? So I'm going to go with my 21-6. going to go with 21-6. Browns win. Um, I know the line's all over the place. But I think the Browns need this game more than the Raiders do. And for that, I think the defense gets up for this game and the offense plays back to what people say complimentary football, right? They do their job, but I think the defense comes up huge in this game because they know how much this means to their entire season going forward. So they come out and say, no, COVID, whatever, we got to win this game, done, 21-6, and it comes out dominant and the defense will be the heroes of the day. Yeah, I'm going to go 17-7. Uh, I think this is going to be a pretty low scoring game uh, really for both teams, just given the conditions and and given the the situation Uh, I'm going three rushing touchdowns though. I I think that's, that's going to be the key to this game. And I think it's going to come true. Nick Chubb's due, man. He is due for a big time game. He hasn't exactly ran his best against us even. So I think he's due. He looked angry last, last week. Allie, if you saw flashes of him on the sidelines, he just looked, pissed like like i need i want to bust one for 50 i mean he could just see he was like felt like he was not you know he was just being tied up and he wanted to get out there and have a great game and he just wasn't able to so you're right this would be a great way to redeem himself against the 26 ranked uh yeah rushing. yeah no you're right you're right uh dustin before we turn it over to our hot takes why don't you tell our listeners about angelo's pizza so guys angelo pizza as you all know hopefully you know um Miles Garrett gets to enjoy some of that this weekend <laughs> after a victory. Um, but it'll be our next launch of our two, you know, of our 12 days of the holidays. $50, guys, $50 in gift certificates to Angelo's Pizza. Who would not want to go out for $50 at Angelo's? And you get some cool swag and stuff that we're going to send to you. But we will drop that out tonight, another comment where you can go and get some Angelo's Pizza. I know a lot of our listeners have had Angelo's Pizza. They love it. So this is our thank you to you supporting us, by the way, throughout the year and every Wednesday and every Sunday or Saturday when we come on. So we want to do the 12 days of holiday cheer and give all of our listeners some amazing stuff, uh, bigger and fun stuff coming. But these are the 12 days and we're into day number two. Day number two. Stay tuned. All right, Dustin, let's get into some hot takes. I threw this out on on Twitter yesterday as I was driving back home to Ohio, uh, just to see what some hot takes were around the league or some overreactions or bold predictions, however you want to phrase it. I don't really care. Um, let's each hand hand a few, get into a, a little argument if it if it's deserving. But I'll, I'll let you go first, Dustin. Give me a Answer. hot take. Give me Answer. something. Give me a little something. All right. Uh, let's see. Um, defensive. Rookie of the year, Micah Parsons. Yeah, no, that's not a hot take. That's that's what's happening. (laughs) I completely agree with you. Now, all right, I'll come up with with a better hot take, but yeah, I'll come up with a better one. No, 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 no. I Um, a good one. I think it's a good one. I just agree with you. Okay. Yeah, Um, that guy is phenomenal, by the way. Like he's he's a one man wrecking crew of it. Like, and he's rookie. He's a rookie. Like that's. You know, it's, he's crazy. Got, what, it's, it's possible that as a linebacker, by the way, it is possible that he could be right. player of the year and defensive rookie of the year that, that those are two possible things. Now, 
first one's not going to happen because Miles Garrett's going to get it. Uh, but I totally agree with you. I don't think this is, I mean, I think it's a hot take because I think that there are some very valuable candidates uh, in terms of defensive rookie of the year. Um, our guy, JOK, being one of them, but he's missed some games. And barring any injuries or any setbacks to Mike Parsons, I think, I think it, it, he's a lock right now. Okay. So not such a hot take. That's more of a. Well, a, it is kind of a hot take, but I agree with it. I agree with it. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, I'll give you my other one then. No, hang on, hang on. I got one for you. Hang on. Okay. I got one for you. Yeah. Taking Nick Chubb out of the equation here. Okay. Taking him out of the equation because I think he's the best. He's the best running back, um, arguably in the NFL. So taking him out of the equation. Joe Mixon is the best running back in the AFC North. No, that's not a hot take. No. Is Nick it Chubb is. He's, no, I'm just, are you saying taking Nick look? Chubb out of the equation? Joe Mixon oh, is the best he's... running back in the AFC North. Yeah, I, I, I could get on that as I could get that as a hot take. Yeah, if you're if you're taking Chubb out of it, I thought you were keeping Chubb in. No. Mixon's pretty good. He's a pretty solid player. Best running back in the AFC North. Other than Nick Chubb. Correct. Yes. 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 That's my take. I think you agree with it. Okay. All right. I do. Okay. You? Yeah, I do. Now, if Kareem Hunt was happy and healthy and playing, I think, you know, it's definitely the, the two-headed mm-hmm. monster is, is far and away the best tandem in the National Football League. But right as it stands right now, I'm definitely putting him against uh, I'm definitely, definitely taking him over Devonte Freeman, taking him over Najee Harris. Give me, yeah, give me Joe Mixon. He's amazing. He's awesome. Okay. All right. Here's my hot take. With remember this, a game against the Bills still coming up, and a lot of football. The New England Patriots will represent the AFC in the Super Bowl this year. Hot take. That is hot. That's that is hot. I can feel the heat. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh. I think yeah. about the road that, 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 that there's a, there's a, there's a curvy road to get there, but yeah. Well, you know, they've hit their stride at the right time, but so is the Kansas city chiefs. The Kansas city chiefs are really Correct. kicking it into gear right now. Um, and their defense is playing phenomenal right now. Yeah. Buffalo really isn't. They're not it. Um, Unless they can turn it around really quick, like like us, I kind of put them in a similar boat as the Browns, um, and I'm I'm gonna also put the Ravens in there too. I just I don't think they're a Super Bowl contender. I think they're all really good teams, but I don't think they're Super Bowl contenders. Uh, right. Kansas City, I, I agree. New England is a Super Bowl caliber team. I'm just I don't I don't know if I'd give them the nod to be the favorite yet. That I'm still a little yeah, that's why that's hot a- with that one. That's why it's a little hot. That, that is hot because that is a, that is a bold and that's a bold and hot prediction. Yeah, yeah. You know why I'm saying that, Allie? Is because I'm like, you just watch. It'll be the Buccaneers versus the Patriots in the Super Bowl because it's just made for television. So it's like, yeah, you're probably right. You're probably right. <laughs> um, I've got a, I've got a couple more here. Uh, speaking of this one, I don't even know if it's that hot, but Tom Brady's the MVP of the league. I don't like the hot take. I don't like the hot take. You know who I think is more of an MVP of the league based on the way they're playing right now? Aaron Rodgers. I agree with that. 
No, I agree. I think they're, I think they're, those, those two are like my number one tier, number one. Yeah. And then I think the gaps, the, the gaps really big. Aaron Rodgers is playing pretty lights out football right now. Like, I mean, if you look at that game the other night against the Bears, like, oh, wait, wait, hang on. You're still the Bears. And then they just rolled them. Like, like they, they let them play for like 10 minutes. It seemed like, I'm like, wait, hang on. Wait, you remember you're the Bears, right? Let's, let's take care of you. Like, it's, it's crazy the way the points. I mean, I, that's why I put that as a loss for the Browns. Unless we play our perfect game, you know, on Christmas and there's a miracle um, up in Wisconsin. <laughs> I don't, that's a really hard game to win, right? No, it is. Um, I don't think anybody's going into that game thinking like that the Browns are going to look so good here. If, if you're going to lose one game down the stretch, it's that one. Yeah. So, no, I'm going to go with Aaron Rodgers, not Tom Brady on that hot take. Okay. So I'm going to say to the Tom Brady. Okay. All right. Yeah. I think, I think both of those two are in the same discussion, but I think yep. the gap between them and the next caliber, or, you know, the next tier of players, I think is pretty big. You know, I think it's, it's pretty <laughs> big. Um, all right, you have any more? Sure. Uh, let's see. I, I, I love this segment because it, it's kind of fun to, to banter a little bit with this stuff. Uh, here's a hot take for you. The Browns will sign Baker Mayfield before they sign Denzel Ward. Hot take. Oh, that's hot. No, that's hot. That's too spicy. <laughs> No. You, like, you like it spicy, Allie? I just had like it. I like it spicy. Here's the thing, though, Dustin, and and I look. I, prior to this season, I didn't think that there was anything more important than signing Baker Mayfield. Now, this is not a dish on Baker segment. That's not what I'm about to do. I love Baker Mayfield, and I I think he's the quarterback of the Cleveland Browns next year. Um, but. This, the way that Denzel Ward has been playing. Now, granted, Baker Mayfield is battling through injuries, but the reality of the situation is you still have to be able to play. If you're out there, you got to play. You, you have to play. This is a contract here. Denzel Ward, who is healthy, of course, and, you know, that not discounting Baker at all, but, like, he is playing the best football I have ever seen him play. When he is out there, he is a top five corner in the league. Maybe that's a hot take. I don't know. You have got to pay Denzel Ward immediately pay him yesterday it, it has to happen he is the corner now the best ability is availability that's kind of been the knock but when he is healthy my god dustin is he good well he comes up with huge plays right that's why i think that's such a good hot take who are they going to sign first baker or work right my take what do you think, you think do you think that they will actually sign baker first or are you just saying that for the sake of this podcast i i think i think it's it's a hot no i'm not even saying it for the sake of this podcast this is my hot and bold prediction i think they signed baker to not a what do they call them a a, a bridge contract is that a good way to call it like bridge contract yeah but if you, like you want to sign deal? do you want to do that for three years what do you have to lose? Three years? Uh, you can sign him to three years. But I'm saying, if you're Baker Mayfield and you're Baker Mayfield's agent, you are pushing for a full contract. You're not pushing for a bridge contract. So, mutually, it wouldn't, oh, I sure. can't see that working out. Sure. I could see it working out because he is a prove it kind of guy. And he'll be like, yeah, you want to pay me $28 million a year for three years? I'll prove it. And then if you want me out there for that third long tier, like the end of my career, I'm all in. I see a bridge contract. I just see 
that coming from Cleveland? I don't know. I don't know. The shelf life for NFL players, uh, it's just, it's not that long. Uh, get your money while you can. And if I'm Baker Mayfield's camp and, or if I'm Baker Mayfield, I'm getting my money guaranteed money long-term and immediately. All right, I've got one for you, Dustin. Jalen Waddle is the best rookie receiver. No, no, that's not a good take. I think Chase is a better wide receiver. That's not a good take. No, I'm gonna go with Chase. That's yeah. not very hot. Yeah, I kind of agree with you. That's, that's like that. That's not hot. <laughs> but that's lukewarm. Maybe a little warm. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> all right. You have any more? Because I've got one left. I um boy. Let, let, let me throw you four. Um, okay, I can't think of his name, but this is my hot take, okay? This is my hot take, and you probably will know his name. 2021 NFL Draft, the first quarterback taking off the board will not be Alabama's quarterback. Well, he's not he's not eligible. Or, I mean, any of the, those guys that are up there, but the quarterback from Pittsburgh will be the first one off the board. Kenny Pickett? Yep. Will be the very first quarterback off. That is my hot take, and I feel it. I feel it. I think he's going to be the number one quarterback taken. Mm, yeah, I I guess I agree with that. Um, yeah, yeah, I do. I, I think I'd probably agree with that. I think he's he looks good. Uh, I like, you know, I, I yeah, yeah. I'd probably go Kenny Pickett. And the reason I say that is I've kind of watched him the last few weeks. And I got to tell you, a quarterback that can run full stride, psych a defense out like he's going to slide, and then run all the way into the end zone, yeah. bodes well. He made, him, he made him change the rule. <laughs> I think no, I, I do like Kenny Pickett. Uh, Malik Willis, too, out of Liberty is tough. Uh, but I just don't like this year's quarterback draft. Uh, I don't think it's all that great. You got the the old kid, uh, UNC kid. I don't know. I like, yeah, I don't, I don't love it. But Kenny Pickett, you're probably right. He's the first to go. All right, last one I have okay. for you is Cincinnati has the best wide receiver group in the AFC North. Right now, yes, I can, I can get on board with that. Yeah. Um, with the with the subtraction of Odell Beckham Jr. and stuff, I can get on board with that, actually. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have said that maybe two months ago if you had Odell and Landry and, you know, I mean, but now, yeah, maybe that's tilted a little bit. Yeah, I can, I can get on. Yeah, T. Higgins, uh, Jamar yeah. Chase, obviously, Tyler Boyd, like they're, yeah. they're tough. They're just getting it done. They're just getting right. it done right now. Um, yeah. Steelers, you don't like that. I mean, they've got Chase Claypool. uh yeah. And they've got some players, even even Baltimore. But I, I think Baltimore's biggest weapon is Mark Andrews. But as a pure wide receiver core, I'd probably go Cincinnati. Yeah, I agree with what they have in that room right now. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, all right. So, Allie, speaking of sponsors, um, you know, five-star meets, um, you know, because there ain't no winner like a five-star winner. Um, I believe that coming to Ohio, there will be a package from the folks at Five Star Meets for your family to enjoy for the holidays. So that is, oh, yeah. that was shipped out on the 
So that should be there any day. So to enjoy should be coming. So you should be seeing that any day. And by the way, if you need any of that stuff for the holidays, the German sausages, any of that stuff, uh, get that at any of your local retailers in Northeast Ohio. That's five-star meats, only the best in the business. Ain't no wiener like a five-star wiener. Uh, and on that same note, if you haven't already, check out our good our good friend Enzo Orlando from Orlando Baking Company. He's the official Here We Go Brownies podcast fantasy football guy. Uh, check him out. He does every week start him, sit, sit him, what you should do for your fantasy draft as it pertains to the Cleveland Browns. But also be sure to check out Orlando Baking Company to hold that five-star meat hot dog or hamburger. So make sure you check them out. Have the official Cleveland sandwich with your Orlando Baking Company bread, your five-star meats, hot dog, or hamburger. Top it off with a little Cleveland ketchup and stadium mustard. It's the best. All right, Dustin, you know what time it is. Let's go around the league. I hate to break it to you, but uh, you lost last week. Um <laughs> I'm 0-4. I'm 0-4. Real quick, I was just going to tell you, uh, Enzo is coming out to Idaho. He will be here this Friday with the Kent State uh, football team as they have got selected to play in the Idaho Potato Bowl, and they will be here Friday. So our good friend Enzo will be uh, we will be hanging out this weekend. Um, oh, that'll be a good time. Yeah, so Kent, Kent State's coming out here their first time ever out here to this bowl game. So pretty cool, unique opportunity for Kent State. Any of those graduates, like, I don't know, maybe Josh Cribbs um, that have graduated from the great Kent State University there in Ohio. All right, Dustin, let's let's get into it here. Chiefs or Chargers? Chiefs or Chargers? Oh, no. <sighs> you know what? This is going to be a great at, game. Where is it at? At Chargers. Okay. Well, here's the problem, and I'm just going to call it out, Charger fans. Your fans don't show up. I hear it all the time about all these fans. They don't show up at your football games. So you know what? I'm taking the Chiefs on the road because – Chiefs fans travel, and I know they do because they love their Chiefs. They're, they're very much like Browns fans. They're loyal to, to the end. I'm going Chiefs on the road. No, you're absolutely right. They have a very, very, I would say, tepid fan base. Now, they relocated from San Diego to Los Angeles, but, my God, go see your team. They've got a beautiful stadium. Which pissed, off, which pissed, off, which pissed off their entire fan base. They don't want to come now. That's the problem. I get it. I mean, I, I get it, but go watch your team. Uh, they've got a they've got a young, wonderful group right now. Uh, but I'm going to go Chargers. I think the Chiefs are hitting their stride at the right time, but they're going to hit a little roadblock here. Give me the Chargers at home on Thursday night football. Uh, Patriots at Colts. This was interesting. I talked to a, a, Patriot, a Patriots fan in the office today, and, it's, and let me tell you, Ali, it's really hard to work around a very bullsful uh, Chiefs fan, it's a little, it's exhausting. Um, let's see. You know, here's the problem: the you know the culture sneaky, right? Oh man. You know what? The domination continues. Patriots on the road. I'm taking the road team again. I'm actually going to go Colts with this one, um, and the only reason that I am is I think that they are also hitting their stride at the right time. At some point, the Patriots have to lose. At some point, they have to hit the brakes. Or not. Or not. I know, I know. Holly, I'm just going to put it out there for everyone. Or not. No, you're right, you're right. But give me the Colts. I think the Colts right now are a playoff team. They're playing really good football. Um, they're at home. If this was in Foxborough, it wouldn't even be close. But it's it's in Indianapolis. I'm going to take the Colts. Titans at Steelers. Oh, yeah, I'm going to go Titans. I mean, yeah. the Titans are – by the way, is Henry back? Uh, no. Okay. 
Panthers um, so at Bills. Who's at the Bills? Sorry. Panthers at Bills. Uh, here's the thing: the Bills better find a win somewhere. I think they finally finally get healthy and get a win here. Yeah, uh, Panthers. They don't even know who's lining or who's starting at quarterback. It's a whole situation. So I'm going to. So you took. So you took Titans and the Bills both, correct? Correct. Yes. Okay. Washington football team at Philadelphia. Okay. I had all the confidence in Washington last week, and they disappointed me once again when I tried to win against Allie. It's like, Allie and I talked about this earlier. I was like, I already lost Allie. You might as well just announce it on Sunday. Um, the three games out. Mm -hmm. It's at Philadelphia, a raucous crowd. I'm going Philly. I'm going Philly. The Philly fans usually show up. So I'm going to go Philly. I'm going to go Washington. And I don't really feel confident in saying that, but uh, yeah, they're okay. They're all right. I don't really like either of these two teams that much, but uh, give me Washington. Texans barf at Jaguars. <laughs> Did you see what came out just right before yes, we came that out? Urban Meyer kicked the, the kicker. <laughs> what? 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 What is <laughs> happening in the water in Jacksonville? <laughs> what is happening? And you're kicking like the, the, the never mind. The kicker, like that's who you kick. Don't um, punch his leg. Don't punch his leg. That's like going and like squeezing Trevor Lawrence's arm backwards. I mean, it's not really, but like. Well, that's, well, that's, like, going up, well, that's like, hey, Baker Mayfield, how's your shoulder doing? Can I get a work on it for you? Like, you're, But at the same time, we don't really know both sides of the story. You don't know if the kicker's being dramatic and just to stir things up. I, I'm, it, but nonetheless, it's a terrible, ugly situation down there in Jacksonville. But Texans at Jags, who you got? Okay, you know, you know what I'm going to do here? I think, I really think the Jaguars, the coaches over here, the players over here, they're, they've, they have bought out of the, the system. He's done. Yeah, they're done. I'm going to say the Texans game on the road. It's a pride game for the Texans. They at least have a coach that is somewhat competent over there and has his team rallying right now. I'm going Texans. Yeah, I am too. I am too. I, I just can't take the Jags here. Uh, Cowboys at Giants. Um, Cowboys got a win. Giants look okay up and down, but this could be one of those games where, you know, the Cowboys show up, you know, when you're like, you know, when, just when you think the Cowboys are going to help you, they disappoint you. <laughs> so um, I, I'm going to go, I'm going to go Cowboys. Yeah, I mean, so I look if Daniel Jones was playing, maybe, but you got Mike Glennon in there. Nah, give me the Cowboys. Cardinals at Lions. Well, even though Carl Murley was a pick machine the other night, um, Lions are just not a good football team. They're sneaky good, but Arizona's just got too much firepower. I'm going to go Cardinals. Yeah, give me Arizona. The, I, yeah. They, I, need a, they, they need a bounce back game, and they're trying to get that one seed. So I'm going to go Arizona. Yeah, they're, they're, not, they're not losing this game. Jets at Dolphins. There's <laughs> some ugly games this week. Yeah. Um, I, I'm going to go Dolphins. They're at home. I'm I am Dolphins. too. I, I'm taking them too. I don't like this Jets team. Um, Dolphins are okay. They're okay, and it's a home. Right. That's, that's that. Bengals at Broncos. Wow. Yeah. Four five kind of, you know, here's the thing. The Broncos are kind of – they're kind of streaky, right? Mm -hmm. I'm going to go Broncos. I'm going to go Broncos on this one because they're at home. 
Uh, Mile High is always a tough place to go in and win. Um, I'll never forget the comment a couple years ago when they told Baker Mayfield, you're the first quarterback to win here in like 20 years. He goes, oh, I had no idea. It's just a football game. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to go Broncos. I'm going to go Bengals. Um, Broncos are sneaky. Um, Bengals had a pretty emotional comeback last week. Uh, I think they actually get a win here. I'm going to go Bengals on this one. Joe Burrow's playing playing pretty good. Falcons at 49ers. Well, I was impressed with – I was actually really impressed with the Niners, you know, showed up against the, the Bengals. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go the, – the Niners are, you know, again, kind of getting that little bit of stride. Uh, Jimmy G looked really good last, last weekend. He looked really good and poised. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go the Niners. Yeah, I am too. I agree. Um, Seahawks at Rams. Well, Seahawks were done. They can't make the playoffs. I think the Rams, I think the Seahawks are going to go through the motions. Um, and the Rams are just going to keep trying to get that one seed and play octane football. I'm going to go Rams. Well, here's my thing on it. The Rams are probably in a worse position than we are in terms of COVID. Um, having more guys on that list. That does give me some hesitation to take them here, but I'm going to take them anyway. It's at home, um, but I don't think it's going to be that good of a game. Packers at Ravens. Ah, well, <laughs> this is easy. I don't even know if we know Lamar's plan or not. but no, it's, it's, He will. He is not ruled out. So probable. Okay, he's, question, he's questionable. Or he's probable now, not questionable. Well, probable is no longer really a thing, but yeah, I'm That's saying. <laughs> they put everybody on the questionable list all yeah. the time. To the yeah. Um, yeah, here's the thing with Lamar or not, this is just a clunky offense right now. And I think that's just too much firepower up there in green Bay. Um, I think green Bay wins this game. I don't know how, by how much, but they definitely win this game. Yeah, I, I agree. Green Bay is cooking right now. Saints at bucks. Saints at bucks. I'm going to go bucks. Saints are kind of going, I mean, they're kind of up and down, but I think the Bucs will win at home. Yeah, I agree. Tom Brady always struggles against the Saints, uh, but they are just down right now. They, they don't, they don't have right. good quarterback play. Uh, give me the Bucs. They're, they're cooking right now. All right. Last but not least, Vikings at Bears. Well, Vikings had a good game against, you know, they, they beat the Steelers. Uh, the Bears are just not a very good football team. I know that the Vikings are still fighting for that last seventh seed for the playoffs. I think Vikings show up and they win on the road at the Bears. Is that Monday Night Football? Yeah. I'm actually going to take the Bears. I don't know why, but I'm really? taking, taking the Bears. Why are, you taking, are you trying to let me win this week? No, you should not take the Bears. I'm taking the Bears. I don't know why. All right. I don't know why. Um, last but not least, if you haven't already, please make sure you check out our good friends over at onlyincleave.com. You can see that beautiful hat on Dustin's head right there from Only in Cleave. You can get all your Browns apparel, calves, guardians, what have you. Uh, they can do it. Brian and his crew can get it out to you pretty quickly. So go check them out. Onlyincleave.com. Dustin, obviously a lot to unpack. We're a few minutes over here, but uh, any closing thoughts as we wrap up on a beautiful Wednesday evening? Man, you know what I would like is some of these players that come back two negative tests in a row, just so we can get a few more bodies on the, you know, just to get it out there. But uh, man, Cleveland, I know this is a lot to deal with this week, but man, this is a game you got to win. You got to, just, you got to find a way, a will, you got to will yourself to the win on this game. 
because you are in a pretty good driver's seat if you can win this game and Baltimore loses. Um, you have two out of three down the stretch you can possibly win and really be in a hunt still because the FC North Valley is going to be, beat each other up the next three or four weeks. So it's all right in front of you. It's a must win. Go handle your business. Nobody feels bad for you. Go play some football. Cavs are up currently 107 to 74 over Houston with seven minutes to go in the fourth. I'm excited about that. How about that? Go, go Cavs. Exciting team. What, what, a great, what a great story. We need to get into that more on the next one. What a great uh, story. I, I, I will dedicate an hour to talk about the Cleveland Cavaliers. I, I could go all day. I could go all day. All right, guys, with that, we're going to wrap up. Stay safe, stay healthy. And as always, Browns fans, go Browns. Go Browns. Cleveland! This is for you! Here we go, Brownies. Here we go. Here we go, Brownies. Here we go. Yeah, this for my dogs from the east to the west side. Rocket brown and orange with me, baby. Let's ride. Represent the land, let them know. Tell them, here we go, Brownies. Here we go. Yeah, here we go. Yeah.